Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised.
Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. guys welcome to the show welcome guys uh we are officially officially on video the only thing that's missing guys i have to tell you the only thing that's missing is the freaking fucking panels that uh that i couldn't get it mounted up today i was pissed but you know what we got about like maybe 70 percent of the studio here uh some nice fake flowers plants whatever the hell you want to call it some books to make me look uh highly intelligent uh, but you know, this is the very first video format. Uh, we are f- literally streaming. I'm nervous guys, as you can tell, literally streaming on Facebook, YouTube, our Facebook group page, um, the un- unfiltered Patriots of America, Facebook group page, as well as our Facebook page, the Patriot angle podcast, and now officially streaming on the rumble app. Fucking phenomenal. Fucking phenomenal. Uh, Jimmy, this this is like the literally the first episode uh, launching here on Rumble, man. I mean, kudos. Kudos, right? That's I mean, pretty good, man. That's good awesome. stuff. Yeah. What's going on, Mike? Uh, everything is going on. As you can see, we got, you know, a really awesome looking backdrop here on the screen looking a little bit more professional. Uh, have to... Keep the uh, the pretty much the the logo in the upper uh, lower right hand corner to photo room. Have to give props to photo room. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for designing this. Uh, this this actually was designed, Jimmy, by photo room. So thank you very much to photo room uh, productions for designing this. Uh, very awesome. Very cool. Looks very very professional. Thank you very much. Kudos to you. Uh, yeah, looks good, man. Yeah, it look it should look awesome. I mean, we paid a, a pretty nice looking penny for it, so you know. <laughs> How's everything going up there in New Jersey, Jimmy? Good man. It's a nice warm day out. You know, went for a nice walk once I got out of work and just uh, enjoying it, man. It's still yeah. light out, and you know, it's yeah, a good day. That that's great, man. I mean, we're we're pushing in the low eighties, mid eighties here in Metro Atlanta, <clears throat> which is great. Um, uh, I want to give an update, Jimmy. Uh, you're probably quantic question here. What happened uh, with Sauce yesterday? Um, a, a lot of comments coming in. Uh, basically, you know, through the Instagram, you know, a lot of people follow me on Instagram. 
uh, comments coming in saying that they've seen the uh, the replay uh, on <laughs> the website, and they're they're questioning if Sauce is okay. Uh, Sauce is okay. Uh, he uh, was apparently uh, we found out uh, that Sauce had some Wi-Fi issues. Uh, he said, and this was after the show. Uh, so, you know, you could hear a little bit in the show last night uh, as we were getting into the um, the episode with SpaceX and all that, which was a phenomenal episode. I wound up carrying the whole fucking uh, show. Uh, Sauce yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard it, so. Yeah, but uh, Sauce uh, basically was getting upset, and he explained to me that the contractors that have been working outside of his apartment building cut the fucking fiber cord to the Wi-Fi. So that's why his whole shit went out last night. That's common, man. I mean, you know, they do work and those types of things happen. Those types of things happen. I'm in that industry. So, you know, I see stuff like that happen all the time. But, um, you know, it is what it is. He'll be back on. Yeah, he'll be back on. Um, He may make a surprise uh, uh, entry to tonight. We have to see. How he goes, you know. I told him. I said, if, if you're having Wi-Fi issues, Sauce, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't bring you on board, buddy. <laughs> you know, I can't play that. Hey, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? You know. <laughs> but, uh, but tonight, yeah. Jimmy, let's get into some sports, man. Let's uh, let's mix it up. Uh, I know back in the uh, the digital green room there, you were telling me that uh, Mike, you might have to carry this show because I don't really know much about sports. Yeah, I mean, listen, I. I... Listen, I follow New York teams up here, but I haven't really been watching as much. You know, I'm a Jets fan, and and I'm really into MMA. So, you you know, you want to talk about MMA, we can talk about MMA all day. Well, I do have a story coming out of MMA, which I want to save towards the middle of the episode. But let me say first and foremost, you said the New York Jets? I am a Jets fan. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh it's, God. it's miserable. But it's the same as being a Giants fan nowadays. So, well, you're you know. you're not going to like my team. I'm the uh, I'm a big fan of the New England Patriots. So, oh, get out of here. Nice. Yeah, that's what they tell me in uh, Atlanta. Here, get the fuck out of here with that fucking Patriots shit. You know. When did you jump on that bandwagon? I've been on that bandwagon since I was ten years old, man. <laughs> I, I only knew a couple Patriots fans back then. Everybody yeah. was Giants when you had Lawrence Taylor and. You know, then moving through the we had uh, moving through the two thousands with you know Eli Strahan. I mean, they had a solid squad uh, yeah. for a long time, man. Only team to to uh, you know, only team in the way of the Patriots twice. Yeah, yeah. We uh, did you the, speaking of the Patriots? Did you see the old uh, the old commander in chief, so to speak, on the Patriots? There, uh, Tom Brady. Did you see his latest deal? Uh no, I did not catch that. Three hundred seventy-five million dollar deal that he might sign uh, to become a uh, a sports analyst. Seventy-five million. Three hundred seventy-five million. I know. Uh, I know oh, Pat McAfee on the Pat McAfee show uh, earlier today was pretty much repping that story on his Holy show. Shit. Three hundred and seventy-five million for a deal from Fox Sports for a ten-year contract. Damn right. Damn right. Right? What? What? Right? You're damn right. I mean, you know. Wow, that's insane. I mean, that's that's getting the money right there. That's money. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You know, I think it's when he decides to step out. 
of the limelight, though. I mean, he retired last year, and then he came back, and maybe this is his final run. I mean, listen, if that deal's still on the table when he's done, I'd take it. Yeah. You know, it depends on what he wants to do. So you lock yourself in for 10 years with a job. But, listen, we all know he loves the sport. He doesn't want to leave. Well, can't, well, there's no denying that he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Well, if not, well here's the, yeah, here's the thing. Like, we didn't know what he was going to do after the Patriots, right? He was going to either, you know, stay with the Pats Finish out his last what two, three, maybe maybe four years if it if he has it in him to do it. But I then he made that ship that that jump, so to speak, uh, to Tampa. Everybody was confused, you know. Well, did he? No, I don't think he made a jump. I think they they released him. Uh, I I know that the the Pats were going to let him go eventually because they were looking for their new talent. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess they felt Brady was reaching a point where, you know. He was at that age where not many quarterbacks move past that. I mean, you have Brett Favre, but he doesn't have, you know, nearly as as many rings as Tom Brady. So it was probably a it was a decision for them. Um, I'd have to look that up too. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know he had a he had a huge deal, um, but uh, you know, when I seen that deal pass by, uh, this was actually. This was yesterday. The deal went through yesterday. The three hundred seventy-five million dollar uh, contract. Uh, uh, as a sports analyst, I seen that. I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, like fucking kudos to to Brady for that. I mean, and I, and I just looked that up. So he did leave. He left because he did. They didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want to commit to him retiring at forty-five. So he wanted to play until he was forty-five. They didn't yeah. want him, so he made the jump. But man, a contract like that—I mean, it's big money, man. You know, that's huge. Like, they're not even playing; so they're not even paying some players that money. Oh yeah, this is this is all he's got to do is go in and, and talk what he loves. So, yeah, I mean, I'd do it. He's getting the money right there. I mean, you know, like, what is he gonna play until his fucking ankles fall, fall off? I mean, you know, I mean, shit. He's in his what his mid forties. I mean. How much more gas is in the tank for Brady? Literally, I mean, listen, he's he's broken. He's the Michael Jordan of of football. You know, he's got that that obsessive uh, type of you know characteristics to him. Where if you tell him he can't do it, he's going to come back and play more. He he's really he's really people don't realize how big of a guy Tom Brady really is physically. Yeah, let's go backwards a little bit. I think he's he's better than the Michael Jordan of the NFL. Let's go back to like he's like the Muhammad Ali of a, of the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. Yeah, well, Jordan, you know, you, you can compare him and Jordan. Jordan's, uh, I mean, Jordan's one of the best basketball players of all time. That's a good comparison. Uh, yeah. Muhammad Ali, he's cool. Yeah. But uh, you know, you wanted to touch on the uh, the MMA, which we're going to get into uh, in the middle of this uh, episode, guys. We got a really, really good story coming out of the uh, world of MMA. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, not, you know, you, you don't see too many talking points from MMA, uh, Jimmy. It's kind of like left in the in the silent field, so to speak. You know. Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing with sports, right? A lot of people, uh, a lot of people at some point may have touched sports. 
through their life, right? Like you're growing up, you might have played a little ball, a little basketball, a little football, maybe with high school or out in the, out in the field. But how many fucking people have you kicked their ass or had a fight with? Uh, yeah. You know, so it's it's a it's not a big it's not a, uh, as a um, it's not as big of a niche as the rest of the sports, but it's up there and I love it. I mean, it's like, you know, if I was in Rome, if I was in Roman times, I'd be at the Coliseum watching. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Try not to get uh, attacked by a, a fucking lion. Right. So that, that's my kind of thing. And, and I, I really enjoy it. So it's, it's really, you know, it's a sport of one, you know, it's just yeah. you in there and, and that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, let's get into this story here with uh, LeBron James. Did you hear the latest on LeBron James? No. LeBron James, the story coming out of Breitbart, right? I think Breitbart's the only thing that – the only place that pretty much posted this. That, And I'm going to read it off of here, guys. Um, that literally China backed, right? This is how they're labeling it. China backed LeBron James. Top's athlete salary list. With 127 million, this was just last year. How much? How much fucking money he made? But uh, the country of China is actually backing LeBron James. Um, the story goes into saying this: that LeBron James has come in at the top of Sportico's list of the highest-paid players just for 2022. Now, he was not just the highest-paid athlete. But it was also the highest annual earner, uh, excuse me, earnings take of his career, just this past like year, year and a half. So well, he's Oakland, King James of the NBA, the highest gross fucking player. Well, he's the he's the first he's the first player to, to reach a billion dollars, uh, billion net worth, and actually still be playing like playing. I mean, he's still in his prime, and he's yeah. his net worth is a billion dollars. So. You know, with his, with his, you know, with his, uh, the money that he made from playing and all his other investments and endorsements. So, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not a big fan of him on a personal note, but I'll say kudos to him. He's a, that guy's a freak of nature, man. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of King James myself. I mean, I never really followed the NBA. I never really got it. Even as a young kid, man, I, I tried to follow the sport of uh, the National ba- uh, Basketball Association, but I just I, I just don't understand it. I, I mean, you know, respect to people that actually get into, you know, the NBA and, you know, they, they might be, uh, you know, season ticket holders and this and that. But, you know, for a player that that great, I mean, you know, kudos to, uh, to LeBron James. He scores, what, 28, uh, 28 points a game. Well, he's going into 40, 40, 50 points a game. I mean, he's pretty much the only one on the fucking uh, the court literally he, he, uh, scoring he, points, you know, on, on. I mean, as a player, though, he is he is he is a good he's a good leader as a player and he does yeah. pass the ball and he's not a ball hog, you know, and I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm not a big basketball fan. But that guy, I think if you put that guy in any sport, he would have done. He could dominate. I mean, he's well, sure for the size that he is. Six eight, the way that he can move. I mean, um, I forget who was talking about him. Uh, one of his, one of the players in the league was talking about how LeBron James has gone through injuries that might put them out for the game, or actually put them out for a couple of days. 
uh, and he's bouncing back the next quarter. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the man is, he's, uh, phys- he's a physical anomaly for someone that big to be, to be that agile, that, to have that That's type cool. of movement. So, I mean, but again, on the China thing, he doesn't give a, he, he cares about his money and China's, yeah, I don't think China spends I, I big money. In day, man, yeah, I don't think by the end of the day he's actually worrying about what China thinks. I mean, you know, he can care less, like you said, man. He's just in it for the money, you know, so he could, you know, uh, support himself, his family, his kids. You know, I mean, I don't think he's, you know, he can care two shits about the country of China. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, just China, China is putting a lot of money into the NBA, so he's not going to go against that, you know, yeah. because he's going to get those lucrative deals and contracts because of the fact that China is investing so much into the NBA. So yeah. I mean, at this point, if China keeps putting China, I mean, basketball will expand and be one of the biggest, like one of the highest earning sports outside soccer. If that, if it keeps going that way. Uh, well, I mean, mean, yeah. Have you seen what they've been doing, what, what they've been labeling the NBA? You know, they're, 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 they're you know, the NBA has gone full walk. You know, the whole woke agenda? They've gone full. They, they went full woke with the whole COVID bubble and uh, yeah. all their guidelines and regulations on that. I mean, you know, you had – you had, uh, and then it was going state by state. So you had certain states where, the you know, people weren't required to be vaccinated, certain states where they were. But then the NBA, NBA was, you know, holding strong to uh, – trying to vaccinate everyone and you know kudos to those guys who sat out and said i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go through with that you know they sat out and i'm sure they missed incentives but uh at the end of the day you know it's their body their choice right right yeah my body my choice you know i just put a a thing out on uh on instagram uh just uh about maybe four or five hours ago uh we put something on instagram saying you know it's it's funny how you know just literally for like the last year now, right? Because of the vaccines, everybody was so, so much in a hurry to like say, you know, put the needle in my arm, but put the needle in my arm went from put the needle in my arm to now my body, my choice. It's funny how agendas, Jimmy, like they literally, they change literally overnight. You know what I mean? Well, and, and the sports industry, really kind of conform to that. I mean, you couldn't go to ball games. You couldn't go here. But you know what, though? That's fine because they they felt uh, they felt exactly what was going on. They felt the effects of that. Just like when New York City was like, any major venue, if you're not uh, vaccinated, you know, you can't come. Not a problem. Missed yeah. out on those sales. Missed out on those ticket sales. And then a uh, new mayor came in and was like, we're going to ease up on it. Of course, they're going to ease up on it now when it's summertime, right? Now when, uh, you know, you got the the ball games going on. You know what I mean? Like, of course, yeah. you ease up on regulations now because they're going to put pressure on the city, saying, "Hey, we can't, we can't gather, we can't capture that other audience of those people who who didn't want to get jabbed." Well, they were still playing. Like you, you see different types of sports, right? You look back to 2020, 2021. Like, if anybody really you know, watches, you know, professional wrestling on TV. I know it's all scripted, right? But, I mean, in the in the beginning of 2020, 
when they were closing all the restaurants and this and that and going for going to drive through service and stuff like that, you still had, you know, companies such as like WWE and, you know, TNA and, you know, other sports, even MMA, man, they were still, they were still like competing and stuff without a mask on, you know? So it's like, it goes to wonder, like, was this all for elites to just, you know, stay afloat, you know, during this whole shit, you know? I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm so fucking sick and tired of it. So oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Real, to I'm over it. At this point, I'm over it. There's so much stuff going on. I mean, I want to get back to enjoying a beer, going to a ball game and uh, taking my mind off some stuff. So, you know, well, first, hold on. Now you're going to go to a ball game man. expect to pay that like fucking $25 for a fucking hot dog now because of the inflation. Right. So, <laughs> ah, man, before the inflation, it was rough. So wow. uh, going to uh MetLife stadium, you're going to spend about eight, eight to $10 a beer. So, oh, you know, if you're going by yourself, it's yeah. all right. If you're going with people, if you're bringing the kids or you're going with somebody, you know, you're coming out of pocket already. Yeah. Amount. So that's the, the best part about that is you tailgate. But when you go to the baseball game, you go to see the Yankees play or the Mets, you don't really have much time or there's not an area for that. Tailgating's not yeah. a big thing with baseball. So, you know, you're going right into the stadium and uh, you're going to dish out at least, at least minimum hundred bucks. Oh, easily. Drinking against on the eat. I might be under, I might be, undercutting that but you're gonna spend like 100 bucks but you know it's a good time man i you know everybody should get out and go to a ball game yeah yeah i mean uh i got tickets for uh uh believe it or not my uncle is uh coming up uh from florida we got some tickets for the uh the july 11th game for the atlanta braves versus the new york mets oh what a game Uh that's gonna be yeah, I mean, uh, again, like I said, I don't watch. I don't watch as much. You're not. I mean, I haven't been in a while. Been kind of preoccupied doing stuff. But I know that the Mets threw a couple no hitters. So interesting stuff there. And and they're they're. Uh, I just looked at their stats not too long ago. What are they? 20, 20 and ten. Twenty and twenty and. 20 and 10. The Mets, yeah, the Mets are up there, man. They're doing. They're, they're having a phenomenal season. But uh, I don't know, man. Whenever they come into Atlanta. Uh, you know, Atlanta usually shuts them out. I, I know last last year uh, I went uh, around the same time frame, uh, July 5th, July. I think it was like, what was it? July 5th or July 10th game last year. It was around the same time I'm going uh, this year. But we went for uh, the Braves and, uh, and Mets game. And I'm telling you what, the Mets were up by like 15. And then all of a sudden – Atlanta came back and they had uh, uh, Friedman playing for them last year. Now Friedman is 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 going over uh, out west, right? He's he's playing out west, so you know they're losing Friedman in the season. So you know by losing Friedman, could the Mets actually uh, pick up that win in July? Who's to say, right? <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta fall. I gotta catch up more on it. I mean, I'm just a New York supporter. I'm not even going to say that I have a favorite team anymore. Growing up, I was a Yankees fan, and uh, I kind of, I kind of fell off from watching anything other than than football and MMA. Uh, I don't know a couple, I don't know ten years ago. So, yeah. um, 
Well, I was always a Yankees fan, you know, through the nineties, early two thousands. My yeah. whole family was so. Well, they're they're actually playing right now. What is it? The uh, the end of the third right now against the uh, the Nationals. Nationals are up by like eight. Yeah, they're losing right now. So. Yeah, they're trailing by uh, <laughs> by what five? So hopefully they can pick it back up. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. What, what's the record? I gotta look at the record. I think it's like 2010, 2110, something like 21, that. 2110, right? Yeah. yeah I looked, I looked, it, up. I looked it up. Nationals are 10 to 21. Yeah. I looked okay. it up last night. I'm not going to front and say I'm like a hardcore baseball fan. I, I really, yeah. I remember when baseball used to be, the, it used to be the national pastime, but let's face it, football is now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, man, what's going on in the background there? Somebody getting murdered or something in your town or what, man? Uh, somebody got shot the other day. That was about Holy it. You know? shit, really? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. You gotta, sometimes people feel like they got to spice things up, shooting in a basketball court, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick little break here. We'll be right back. I want to get into this uh, story here with uh, an, an MMA. I can never pronounce that. i got to slow down sometimes when I talk because I'm all over the place sometimes. But, guys, we'll be right back uh, after these short words. Don't go anywhere. Wait. If it was delivered with Uber Eats, does that mean I can eat it? It says eat. It's a diaper. That's bad. Mm. This candle tastes funny. Mm -mm, Not bad, but funny. And thanks to Uber Eats, we don't even know what food is anymore. Our <coughs> decision food. <laughs> we can't eat most of this. Yeah, we can't eat any of this. Why Uber Why Uber That bag's a liar. Yeah. When we see you enter through our doors, we don't see who you're against or for. Whether tomorrow will be light or dark, all we see in you is a spark. We see your spark in each nod, each smile. We see sparks in every aisle. We see you find a hidden gem and buying diapers at 3 a.m. We see your kindness and humanity the strength of each community we've seen more sparks than we can say about 20 million just yesterday the more we look the more we find the sparks that make America shine Lip is at the center of one of the most significant shifts in the recent history of advertising. We all see it taking place, but most of us don't recognize it for what it is, the brand building renaissance. Where small businesses have historically been excluded from broadcast advertising because of limited budgets, the onset of social and digital technology has made the power of brand building available to the masses. The fact that a small company can now establish broad brand awareness and authority with almost no technical barriers is what the brand building renaissance is all about. It is significant, and it's happening all around us. 
Social media kickstarted the brand building renaissance by enabling small businesses to reach broader audiences, establishing brand awareness and authority. And with the introduction of paid advertising opportunities, social media has provided small businesses with a mix of activation and brand building benefits. But it still doesn't do everything a business needs to succeed in the long term. Small businesses are beginning to recognize what the world's most successful brands have known for a long time, that each form of advertising has different strengths and weaknesses. For example, some mediums offer a one-to-one -one interaction, while others broadcast your message to many people at once. Some mediums are better at establishing brand authority and awareness, while others are better at activating a purchase decision. Long-term growth comes from utilizing the different forms of advertising. Smaller businesses typically have lower budgets, which restrict them from advertising on powerful broadcast advertising mediums. Billboards are second to none when it comes to building local brand awareness and authority, and it's the only kind of advertising you can't ad block, scroll past, or ignore. For the first time ever, Blip opens the world of billboard advertising to businesses of all sizes. Since there are no contracts or minimums, each business can allocate the appropriate percentage of their advertising budget and only advertise at the times and in the places that matter. Now, every business can begin optimizing their marketing mix for long-term success. This video is part one of a three-part series. Watch the next two parts to learn how you can leverage different advertising mediums so that you can get the most out of your budget and blip. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to the show here. Um, for those who are probably saying it's the longest fucking commercials ever, but we got to get them in, guys. It's important. That's how, they, uh, that's how we keep the show fucking alive sometimes, right? But uh, uh, we're going to talk about MMA, guys. We're trying to mix it up with the try. The episode has a purpose today. The ultimate sports episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast, because we're going to like get into everything and like one huge show. So I want to kind of get into like some uh, really, really good uh, viewpoints this week of what's been going on in the world of sports, MMA. Uh, we talked about the NBA, talked a little baseball, talked a little bit about uh, Tom Brady's story going offering a fucking $375 million contract, which is fucking crazy. Uh, I, literally, 375, just give him fucking 400 million, right? Fucking round it off to the nearest hundred. Right. I mean, you're going to give them fucking that amount of money. Give them another fucking 25 mil. Right. Who cares? We should we should uh, we should spawn. We should um, start a GoFundMe for that. We'll get, the other, we'll get him. We'll get him the other 25 million. Yeah. Let's start it fucking tonight. You guys heard it on the fucking Patriot Angle podcast here by Jimmy the Rant. You know, we're going to start a GoFundMe uh, page for Tom Brady. You want Tom Brady getting another twenty-five million? Is, does he deserve it? I no. Nah, well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pay for him. We're gonna run, we're gonna get him that cool twenty-five million. We're all gonna donate. You know, you know this country loves to donate to rich people. So let's fucking get him twenty-five million. Let's do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> With some of us can't even afford to put fucking twenty-five dollars in cash, <laughs> right? I mean, let's give it to Tom Brady. I encourage everybody to give your. In order for Tom Brady to reach four hundred million, I need you to donate money. Somebody started GoFundMe for him. Yeah, we're gonna have to put that in the show notes, right? Uh, <laughs> definitely gonna have to put that in the show notes. But um, but yeah, guys, um, you know, I want to talk about this story coming out of uh, out of uh, UFC. 
Um, literally, uh, Pat Barry uh, needs to address the criticism of Rose Namajayas. Is that how you say his last name? No, Rose is a woman. <laughs> I know. Oh, it is a woman. See, I don't fucking follow UFC. Now you have to carry the rest of the show with your fucking segment. I wanted to make Jimmy proud, folks, because he's a diehard fucking uh, mixed martial artist fan here. Okay? Now, Pat Barry is criticizing this woman, which I thought it was a guy. It's hard to tell, right? You got you to gotta put the correct pronouns in today's society, right? You can't say a fucking guy or a girl. Well, she doesn't have a crew cut, so. Well, you never know. You know, you got Jimmy, you got to correct the pronouns, right? We get in trouble if we don't now, right? I mean, Christ. <laughs> we got a, we got a hermaphrodite where I work in my other line of work. And, uh, you know, if, if you say the, the person's wrong name wrong, you're going to you're going to be labeled as a uh, as this or that. Uh, fuck. I, I was labeled the other day as a racist because she's black or he's black or it's a black. I don't know. But <laughs> just don't talk to him or her or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's you like get in uh, trouble if you don't address them at all. Well, we were about to do that segment, you know, that scene from uh, from Adam Sandler's uh, uh, the twin movie, right? When he had a twin sister. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Jack and Jill, right? Yeah. When they're underneath and they're like, they're speaking in Spanish. It's a girl, you know. They thought it was a fucking guy, you know, because you know she was very masculine looking. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this new story coming out of uh, UFC 274, what went wrong with uh, with a perfect game plan? Did you hear that story, Jimmy? No, I didn't read that article. Um, where'd you grab it from? Uh, this is coming out of uh, uh, Sports or CB Nation, right? Yeah, coming out of CB Nation. This was uh, posted actually um, just earlier today at 6 p.m., so a few hours ago, actually, um, where Pat Barry has heard the criticism direct at him and the rest of Rose Namajaras. I can never pronounce those fucking Hispanic names. But anyway, Barry was one of the head coaches and cornermen of Rose at UFC 274, where Thug Rose dropped her uh, star weight or straw weight, excuse me, title, in a widely panned rematch against Carla Esperanza, right? And uh, the whole ordeal went down into criticism and this and that. Some remarks got played out. Uh, Barry got a little heated. Rose got a little heated. It went from there to there. Your standard tick, uh, uh, bicker batter uh, back and forth, you know. So it's all over uh, cbnation.com. Uh, the whole article's on there. Uh, I'm just kind of going through it a little bit here. Um, well, you're going you're gonna to get those types of articles. I mean, listen, she lost the belt. Yeah. Uh, it was a, you know, it went all the way. It was a decision. And, yeah. you know, when when you see something like that, if anyone who watched the, the, the card, you know, he, he was, she's a, pre, she's a pretty tough cookie. Yeah. He's taking on some of the. You know, some of the most competitive people in her division, and, and this, and she lost to this rematch. It is what it is. Um, he's taking criticism, being that he was a cornerman, but I think that uh, she just goes, she just has to go back to the drawing board and and, and come back out. I, I mean, she should have, uh, she'll have a chance at the title again. 
I mean, it's not – she's defeated everybody in the division. So, I mean, anyone who stood in the way. And she's had – she's got tremendous talent, and she's uh, tough. That's why they call her uh, – well, you know, here's here, um, here's my here's my question on this, right? Uh, maybe a little comment aside from this. Okay, I heard bantamweight, right? We had Ronda Rousey literally in her own class, right? When she was in UFC, now she's in uh, the world of professional wrestling, right? Um, when she just won the title, we'll get into that a little bit. Which I I'm a big fan of Ronda Rousey. I think she's a phenomenal athlete in her own class. But I heard bantamweight, right? Bantamweight is anything like between like what 125 to 140 i heard bantamweight but um, it's straw weight what the hell is straw weight i don't understand that i mean she's tiny those they're tiny she's like 115 like 120 115 pounds is is so, that a new weight class or something jimmy because i know nah, for weights there it's for people it's for for really really small people okay. you know like it depends when you when you're when you're watching mma uh I would say the most entertaining weight classes are welterweight, middleweight, light heavyweight, heavyweight. In my opinion, I'm right, right. people. So that's in the men's division, um, and in the women, there's only a couple. Uh, there's only a couple uh, divisions. Strawweight, yeah. and there might be. An, I know there's another one. There's two. I'm not sure if there's three. Yeah, um, like I said, I heard I heard bantamweight before. You know, uh, you know, but. The only times I seen bantamweight was when Ronda Rousey was in the UFC, and then you had um, you had a few others that were in her weight class. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, Holly Holm. Who, yeah, Holly who Holmes who beat her uh, up. You know, I this was a great fight. Don't get me wrong, Holly Holmes and Ronda Rousey. That was one of the best fucking female fights in UFC. I've actually seen that fight where she literally put Ronda Rousey down. Ronda Rousey, you know she. A uh, typical uh, West Coast girl, right from California. You know, she was running her mouth, saying, "Oh, I got this in the in in the cards. You know, I, I'm going to put Holly Holmes away. I'm going to retain the title. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." What did Holly Holmes do? She came in there. She fucking shut Ronda Rousey up, and that was the end of that. She won the title that night. Yeah, my thing with Ronda is that she's a great fighter. Um, yeah. She's uh, skilled in judo, but. Her problem was when that whole that whole debacle when she lost and she was like, I'm going to kill myself and all that kind of wacky shit. I didn't really respect that. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm not saying that people have those issues. I'm just saying, like, it's that's the field you're in is fighting. Yeah. You, someone's going to win. There's two people that go in. One person leaves the winner. And, you know, her taking it the way she did and then running away to, like, to the WWE um, – I mean, I watched WrestleMania, so I seen her come out. Right? Didn't she fight in WrestleMania? Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't she know. fought. Yeah, she fought. She, uh, I don't really call it fighting. Yeah. because I hate saying fighting for them because it's not really a fight. I'm not no, saying they don't beat scripted, themselves yeah. up, but it's. I'm not saying they don't beat their bodies up, but it's not a. It's not a MMA fight at all, and not to yeah. be confused with it. But um, yeah, she's talented, and she's got her whole like. Uh, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper type uh, gimmick going Yeah, on. she's got that mentality. She comes out, you know, like the baddest woman on, or what she call herself now that she's Rowdy a lot of Ronda. It's Rowdy Ronda. Yeah, well, uh, Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Ronda, Ronda Rousey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she took the the whole Rowdy Piper uh, thing. Yeah, so, the, baddest, the baddest bitch on the planet. Yeah, that's what she... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he listen, she went over there, 
it is what it is. She made try to make her return to UFC and it didn't end well. And that's when she went back over there. And well, know. she just won a title. She just won the title the other night against uh Rick Flair's daughter, uh Charlotte Flair. Uh, I think I think it's a smart decision for her because she's a great athlete and then doesn't have to worry about, you know, suffering that like her loss is scripted. Like she knows she's gonna lose or she knows she's gonna win. And and I guess for somebody who may have some issues. Mentally preparing herself is pretty good, and and see, a lot of a lot of fights on the last fight card were were great too. That yeah. just, but see, here's here's the thing: we're on Ronda Rousey, right? Right. Uh, here's the thing: Ronda Rousey, I think, is so much better now in WWE than she was in UFC because you know she has a character she can play on TV, right? And she's also, if you did pay attention to her career, right? She she was in movies, right? She starred in. The Expendables with uh, Sylvester Stallone. So she's carrying some of that like on-screen type of acting over to WWE, and it's it's fitting her very well. You know, I think that's a it's a really good fit for her to be in sports entertainment versus combat sports of UFC. You know, well, I think she's she's uh, she got an ego, big time. Yeah. And when she lost in UFC, her ego was destroyed and it sent her. So, like I said, at least in the WWE, they got her on a scripted plan. She knows what she's doing. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. There's, there's tons more UFC shit that I'm, that I'm interested in. I mean, I did give WWE a little shot. I watched the, I watched WrestleMania. It was entertaining. But uh just haven't been a big wrestling fan in a long time. We should, know, do, we should do a wrestling episode, man. I'll talk about old school wrestling. I'll get into the new shit too. I'll try to. Oh yeah, the fucking old school wrestling man from the 1980s of NWA and uh, fucking old school WCW days, man. That's what wrestling was wrestling. You got all this shit now. It's so choreographed and it's so scripted. It's it's like you know half the segments that they show now on Monday nights or Friday nights, you know, with SmackDown or Raw. I mean, you you know, it's like. You know it's what's gonna happen because they they always have that one little pitch where they're like, you know, they'll the beginning of the show they'll have like these two guys right they start a feud and then all of a sudden they go to commercial break and then come back and it's like the other guys that were involved on the side it becomes like a tag team match but they start they do that same shit over and over and over every week you you kind of like you can predict what the fucking show is gonna be you know. It's yeah. no different from Yeah, me. I mean, it's always been. I mean, if you really followed it, it don't have the spark that it did when I was a kid, but um, yeah. and the silliness to it, which was kind of cool, you know. But yeah. uh, I think that goes for everything, though. Like, in the, you know, in the 90s, sports was uh, the sports figures were cool, man. It was something to look up to. And I don't know, they had that, they had that magic. And uh, I don't know if it's just like nowadays, maybe it's just society yeah. in a way we look but, at things but i don't feel like it's there anymore yeah what jimmy did you have a uh did you have a wrestling buddy buddy <laughs> you remember the wrestling buddies oh what was the, the the doll thing no they were like these little fucking pillows and you they were called wrestling buddies. Oh, yeah yeah but it was like a it was like a in the yeah. shape of like a fucking doll or something yeah, I don't know yeah. Thing. no i didn't have one of those <laughs> i didn't have yeah. i had the ultimate warrior i had hulk hogan i had who the hell else I had? I think I had the Undertaker, the original Undertaker. You know when he was like the the dark Undertaker yeah. type thing. Yeah, before Pur- the purple and black. You know how much they would have probably been worth some money if you had him still. 
yeah, I still have them and they're in the closet, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I showed my daughter uh, last summer and she's like, dad, what is this? Like, what is that? It's a wrestling buddy, man. What the fuck? But uh, I was like, again, I, I will say, though, uh, we did touch on one. We did, we did touch on an article like a little while back. That was with Kane Velasquez when he got arrested. Yeah. Um, What's going on with Kane? Is I don't he know. I, I wanna, it kind of it kind of faded out of. Uh, you know, he's still going through it because he got that attempted murder charge. But apparently, allegedly, the story is apparently the story is the individual that he shot at had molested his daughter. Oh my god! And uh, that's that's fucking insane. Of course, it fades out of the news with all this other bullshit going on. Um, yeah. But you know, free came Velasquez is what I'll say because, uh, you know, he shouldn't even be standing trial for that. I mean, I get it, right? Yeah. If we if we really truly want to believe in a justice system, we have to let it run its course. But you know, the fact that this individual, you know. Yeah allegedly molested his daughter it's like i can see why you wouldn't you wouldn't fuck with a guy like that on the street yeah yeah he beats people up for a living he's a big guy and for him to uh to want to shoot you you know he had a, an extremely probable cause on that one in my opinion sure. again that's not the opinion of other people but he's still going through that and i'm i'll, I'll be following that closely and hopefully you know hopefully his day comes and he gets his justice because uh, that man is innocent, and I don't care what they say, and I hope he's found not guilty. Uh, or they maybe uh, maybe Kane Velasquez could uh, sit down and trial with Johnny Depp and get some uh, some insights uh, from Johnny Depp. I mean, you know, fucking Johnny, I, I feel bad for Johnny, man. Johnny is he's going through hell with that fucking woman. He really is. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to when it comes to that trial, though, I think it's comical, but at the same time. That's yeah. the country we live in, where one judge says that the biggest, uh, you know, person who was peddling, you know, underage girls to the, the elite and to the most wealthy in the world, that her client list can't be, you know, shouldn't shouldn't uh, be set loose because the information in there is too, uh, you know, too graphic. But yet, you know, we got to find out about Johnny Depp's girl taking a shit in the bed. So, um, I mean, it is comical. It is comical. That is that goes back to like that sounds like a Donald Trump thing where he had like uh was it Russian prostitutes or something peeing on him or some shit like that. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Donald Trump may be some things, but I don't think he's gonna have some woman fucking peeing on him or something, you know, give I, him a golden shower or something, they call it. I, I did read I did read an article though. Um while we were at the break, which I found it, I found pretty interesting. So apparently the, uh, the PGA is uh, sent memos out to its players saying that they will face penalties. If they go to this, I guess the London invitational, uh, which is a Saudi Arabian backed event in London, a golfing party, and they will, penalize every single person that wants to, to play that goes to play there without getting a written consent you know that comes to me yeah i did read about that but i also read about a a, a similar uh, article uh earlier today uh coming out of uh the world of uh uh the nba right the, the woke nba we should call them right where they're going to start having games now 
in uh in the Middle East, right? In in uh in Arab countries and this and that, where uh, some of these countries, uh, if you practiced uh, homosexual se- sexuality, uh, you could you could be like fucking killed, you know. So. Well, they're gonna they're gonna go where the money's at. So I guess yeah. that's that's one way for the PGA to kind of like penalize their players for trying to move over because they know the Saudis got money and they're willing to pay. So there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of sports uh, uh, sports companies uh, wanting to go over to Saudi, right? We've seen a lot, you know, back to WWE. You know, the course of the last five six years, the WWE has been, played a big part in partnering with Saudi Arabia. You know, yeah. There, there's a lot of places. So I could see why the PGA is trying to put the kibosh on that to make sure yeah. that their players stay. But then I can also see why the NBA is already has already sold out to go to China. So they don't care. It's all about making that money, keeping those owners happy. Well, see, it's money. not. See, Jimmy, let me stop you right there. It's not all about the money. The reason why they're doing this is because, yeah, it's for the money, but it's also because of the type of culture over there, the society they can get away with doing things over there that they, you know, they, you know, the, the, the media hype is, is, is a lot different over there than it would be over here. You know what I mean? Well, there, so, is, there is no media hype in those countries. Yeah. <laughs> point being, right. The media hype is, is it, there's nothing there. It doesn't exist. So that, I think that's why they want to go over there. I wouldn't, if, if, I, if I was an athlete, I would not be playing in a country where freedom of speech is suppressed. Being yeah. gay, being gay is a crime. Um, anything well, like yeah, that. the culture it doesn't exist over there. Freedom of speech, your liberties, uh, cancel culture, all that shit. It it it's it's an entirely different world over there. Yeah, over they're, there, they're, they're, their form of cancel culture is they just cancel your existence. That's yeah, the or they fucking kill you somewhere and drop but, the fucking guillotine on your head or something. That's, that's what I mean. So uh, I, I think I mean, listen, I think those countries have come some sort of long way, I guess, but. Yeah, you wouldn't catch me playing over there as an athlete. I mean, but again, they pay they pay athletes so well that you really don't have any wiggle room to really say nothing. I mean, they're literally buying you as a person. They're like, here's fucking five hundred million, here's four hundred million dollars. What are you gonna say? Yeah, you know? human tra- yeah, human trafficking does exist over there in high high volumes. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Uh hey, what's going on with this uh McGregory and Ferguson? Ferguson, Ferguson and McGregor. Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. Tony Ferguson got. They're mocking each other, saying, "You know, there, there's my bitch." You know, <laughs> what the fuck is up with that, huh? I don't, I, I don't think Tony Ferguson's gonna fight McGregor. Uh, Tony Ferguson just got his face kicked off at the last uh, round one knockout. He got fucking just annihilated with a front kick to the face. So. Uh, I don't think he's gonna get a shot anytime. Well, he, yeah, he just he just made his he just made his return back to the octagon this past weekend, and uh, I seen that fight actually, and he uh, he looked pretty damn good. I mean, he had a he had some uh, Jimmy he had he had some ring rust. There was no doubt about it. There was a lot of ring rust in uh, in, in him, but he looked pretty good for not being in the ring for a while. The octagon. You know, they does bring Russ, but you know which who, which one? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the latest. Uh, was uh, let me go back to this here because you know I got I got the, the the notes. I actually prepared some notes here, which I never do. But 
I usually I usually do notes on on a, on an episode that I'm not really familiar with, like a topic. Well, I, I wish I would have taken some. Sorry, <laughs> I should have. Hold on, hold on here. It's going to be like, yo, Mike, you're you're fucking unscripted. No, no, I am. Usually, the topics I talk about, like political wise, I don't need notes for political wise. It's all up here. But like sports, I, I like sports. I like talking about sports every now and then. But this is the article that. Um, that literally uh, McGregor is mocking him for his uh, UFC 274 loss to Michael Chandler. Uh, he, oh, made, well, yeah. he made his return to the octagon this weekend at UFC 274, losing to Chandler via second round head kick knockoff. That's what yeah. you're just saying. He got knockoff. his fucking head kicked off his head, basically. Yeah, pretty much. He was like, you know, that fucking whiplash. You know, his head went like. The old he, was out, he was out like a light, man. And then you had Chuck Liddell, drunk yeah. as a drunk, uh, trying to console him. As soon as he came out of the uh, octagon, he's like, yeah, you had it, man. I'm like, what the fuck was this guy watching? He had what? He was, yeah, I see his head look like bobble, man. He looked like a bobblehead. Or, or or that movie from uh, Roger Rabbit when he went, please. You know, yeah, knock the fuck out. I mean, listen, McGregor wants to come out and fight and – He's, uh, I don't know what he's eyeing up. I think he's eyeing up the 170 weight class. Uh, I don't think he'll do well there. Uh, yeah. I don't, I think he's going to get his ass kicked. He's, I mean, he, he can't, he's not going to beat, uh, Usman. I don't, I think at some point he's got to, first of all, he's got to get to Usman. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you got, you know, Charles Oliveira talking about that he'd beat him. He'd beat him and Nate Diaz. So I think that like this, that, McGregor sells. McGregor this sells. is the same guy now, Jimmy. This is the same guy that said that he would take Tyson Fury down in like the second or third round. He said this. Wow. McGregor he... said he would he would he would knock out Tyson Fury, right? In the second or third round in any fucking fight. And this this is coming from his mouth. He said this what uh, I think in the middle of last year towards like October. Right, he, just, he talks a lot. He talks a lot of shit. He's he's great yeah. at marketing for himself. He's great at selling events. Dana White loves him for that, for for him being that way. And he'll fucking he'll say he'll say that he'll fight anyone. His last fight, you know, before uh, going out of the you know going out for a little while, he broke his leg fighting Dustin Poirier. I mean, uh, yeah, right. Well, did you see uh, this latest tweet? Hey, did you did you read uh, 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 Tony's latest f- uh, tweet on Twitter just just earlier today? I'll quote this. No, I don't want to. Ferguson said, "Ah, there's my bitch. Next time, tag team me, b- pussy. Coming after you and your crew." McNugget says, "With you, fake can't take what not your." I'm trying to read because it's uh, his his wording is very like very uneducated. Not your ya anymore theft. Still got no sauce and no balls, McNuggets. I'll stick <laughs> you and your crew soon coming after your gold leprechaun champ, a.k.a. L. Savvy, C-S-O. Oh, he, uh, listen, Tony Ferguson. First, hold on. Let me cut you off there. Yeah, Jim. Where the fuck did this guy go to school at? Because I, I didn't understand a word of that tweet. He's a fucking fighter, dude. He gets punched in the head. He just came out of being knocked out. So. <laughs> Uh, but I will say Tony Ferguson's a brawler. That was an upsetting loss, but I've seen losses like that. I've seen yeah. uh, when Cowboy Cerrone fought uh, McGregor, and McGregor fucking knocked him out with a kick. Um, yeah. 
and I didn't think it was gonna I didn't think it was gonna be like that. So you know, you get those. Listen, he's he's a journey. Tony Ferguson is a journeyman fighter. He's, yeah. he's, he's a good fighter, but you know he's a fucking brawler. He's taken some beatings and he's given some beatings. And yeah. I think maybe him and McGregor would be fitting. I'd like to see that. Why not? Yeah, I'd, I'd like, like to see that too. I'd like to see that. I also want to make an apology because I did say the P word and uh, I just noticed I just got bleeped on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Sorry, guys. I went a little overboard. Rumble didn't believe me. I know that, but yeah, I, I agree, Jimmy. You know, I, I got a little excited there. I said the P word. I normally don't say the P word on the show, but you know, uh, fucking Facebook just bleeped the shit out of me, but it's okay. But you know, fuck. Yeah, well, the censor, you're going to have that censorship from them. We all know this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Come we're, on over we're to the Rumble. Come on over to the Rumble side. They'll take care of you. Oh, Rumble is they're, 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 they're welcoming me with uh, open, wide arms. I mean, we're up to like almost 60 followers already. We just started the damn thing earlier today. So we're growing already. You know I mean? Yeah. And if you're just tuning in, follow, you know, make sure you, if you're a new listener, go back and, Listen to some past episodes. Oh, we got a library of episodes. This episode is uh, two. What is it? 257, two fifty-seven. I think it's two fifty-seven, two fifty-eight. Don't quote me on this. Uh, yeah, two fifty-seven. Jesus Christ, I don't even know my own show. Two fifty-seven. God damn, we're going. <laughs> Jesus, almost hitting that three hundred mark. But yeah, we got we got to do a uh, we got to do a we got to do a, a wrestling episode one day. Oh yeah, I got, tons, I got tons of guys that we could bring on to talk about wrestling. Uh, we got to do, we got to do an MMA one, man. Well, we got to do an MMA one. Um, yeah, we, we got to get in, into MMA. Uh, you know, uh, I did. You know, I, I do like this story coming out of uh, McGregor and uh, Ferguson. Uh, literally, I mean, they're back and forth. You know, and then President Dana White is literally taking all the heat, saying, "Come on, guys, calm down, calm down. Don't don't get crazy." Don't get crazy. Don't show that shit unless you're on TV. I need the ratings, you know. He wants you know? to sell. He wants to sell that fight. So I mean, I, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah. You know, like I said, he knows when McGregor comes in, he's gonna sell. McGregor yeah. is is sells fights. You know, I mean, he he hasn't he hasn't been too. He's he's always entertaining because he has good shit talking. But his last fight when he broke his leg in the ring kind of was. Uh, it was sad to see him go out that way, especially him talking shit even while he was sitting there with a broken leg. Yeah. So we'll uh we'll see. We'll see what happens. Just got uh, somebody popped in the room and they got oh oh they left. Oh, never mind. I was gonna plug in what they said, but I can't see it anymore because it's bye bye. I looked at it. It says uh this new person coming out of uh uh Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania saying uh and his handle name was uh Santa Claus is conservative. <laughs> said, yep, what a fucking name, right? Is he really conservative? Last I seen Santa Claus looking more liberal than anything now because of the inflation. Well, he just, and he also gives shit away for nothing. So yeah, right. He's giving <laughs> shit away. He's doing this and do that. But uh, Santa Claus is conservative out of Pittsburgh. Said that uh, you guys don't know what the hell you're talking about. Dana White. Dana White's acting more of a bitch these days than uh, Dana White from 2015. What? It's the same guy. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a comment on that. I'm not. I'm not here to discuss Dana White. If you want to discuss Dana White, I mean, he's a businessman. He's going to make moves for the business and for his own yeah. for his own personal gain. So I, I can mean, tell you whatever. what. You, you, you want to call Dana White? You want to call Dana White a bitch? 
yeah, you want to talk about Dana White, you can go into a Spotify green room uh, in audio. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what Spotify green room is, there's an actual like room that talks nothing but Dana White. And the room usually has like two or 3,000 people in it. I go in it from time to time and you see a whole bunch of people talking about Dana White, UFC, this and that. You know what I mean? It's like. I would say if you want to talk about Dana White, look in the mirror and talk to yourself. Right. I can give a shit about Dana White. We're talking about fighters here. I'm not talking about him. Yeah, he's a businessman. I mean, is, is he a successful businessman? Yeah. I mean, I would think he's successful. Shit, they just had UFC 274. If they're up to 274, I think he's doing pretty good as a businessman, right? He's an extremely successful businessman. He's a fucking good businessman. He's a good promoter. He gets the best fighters in the world, all reaches of world. I mean, we're talking about McGregor. We're talking about Ferguson. Uh, just got done mentioning uh, Tyson Fury, which is a fucking phenomenal fighter. Uh, which I thought, speaking of Tyson Fury, did you see back in uh, a few years ago, I think it was like two or three years ago, when Tyson Fury went up against, uh, uh, who the hell was that? It was in WWE. Remember that fight he had? Was it against the Big Show? Well, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, it was I just started kind of watching, like I said, I started kind of watching wrestling uh, a, a little bit. I don't really watch it that much. I'm not too entertained by it. Some of the big yeah. pay-per-views are okay to watch. I listen, I got a buddy. We bring we'll bring him on. And he'll yeah, bring him on. Let's we'll do it uh, next week. We'll do uh next week. We'll do a uh and he'll uh, tell you all about that. We'll talk all nothing but uh professional wrestling, uh all the whole world of professional wrestling. We'll talk about WWE, uh what's the other ones? TNA, AEW, uh shit. We'll even get into uh old school wrestling, uh ECW, WCW. Uh, we'll talk it about it all, guys. You want to hear an episode on professional wrestling, man? I I can spill the beans on professional wrestling. Yeah, ping on that one. Uh, we could talk the world of professional wrestling next week. So yeah, bring your buddy on, man. I don't know how he's going to do it. Is he going to be at your house or is he going to be? Nah, we'll bring him in. We'll uh, we'll, a, we'll link him up. screen. Yeah, yeah, we'll link him up and and he'll come on. And he's been on tons of uh, he's been on uh, tons of wrestling podcasts. Uh, he knows what he's talking about, and uh, yeah, yeah he's, a good, he's a good dude. He's all into it, and he's he was a he was a great. Uh, I mean, I gotta ask him first. Let me let me talk yeah, to him. Ask him, yeah. I all mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he's not gonna have an issue with it. I don't know. Let me see. And he uh, he was a great wrestler in high school, uh, and he still teaches wrestling to this day. So. Yeah, I mean, we're already self-promoting the guy for the show. We don't even know if he's available. I mean, <laughs> be shit. Yeah, I'm sure we'll make himself available if we do. If we do, as long as we keep politics out of it and we do a, a straight wrestling. Straight oh, he's wrestling not show. like you and I. He doesn't like the politics. Uh, you know, he, we we agree to disagree on some things. So I I have enough respect for that individual where I wouldn't. If we're gonna talk wrestling, let's talk wrestling. If we're gonna talk sports, let's talk sports. You know, like. Uh, I keep him away from that. I, I, I tend to do that with, with people that, you know, listen, if you respect me yeah. and my beliefs and, and and as long as I'm not encroaching on you and harassing you and and, and the same in return, then yeah. we we are we are living as Americans together and we're agreeing yeah. to disagree. But that doesn't stop us from from interacting and, and, and being normal people. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, I got I got something for you, Jimmy. I can't plug in from uh, Rumble because they don't allow uh, plugins because it's a separate, different platform. But I got a comment coming in from you. 
uh, going back to last night uh, from this gentleman from Rumble saying that, uh, uh, thank you very much, uh, Jimmy. Uh, if I have to say it correctly, Jimmy, the rant on the Patriot Angle podcast, we seen the episode last night when you were uh, joining in the comment section on uh, Facebook saying that I put the magic wand on sauce voodoo onto sauce that was coming out of uh clowns are hobos uh from uh this gentleman here on rumble so clowns are do i have it right yeah let me look at it okay yeah clowns are hobos yeah from rumble yeah what was hobo, it right what was, what, 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 was a hobo. what was his comment okay he said that uh you know uh kudos to jimmy the rant on the on the patriot angle for saying that I put voodoo on Sasa's uh, microphone last night. <laughs> because we couldn't get his fucking microphone working. I mean, we were like, he was cutting in and out. I thought he was getting abducted by aliens or something. Yeah, and you know what? I I, uh, I did get your link after, but I couldn't join in because I was already like out to dinner and stuff like that. So Yeah, we didn't want to see you know, join that nice steak Theon uh, Manyang uh, dinner or whatever the hell you were at. I didn't want to get uh, I didn't want to get stabbed by my significant other. Yeah, get stabbed, and then you know you have about uh, Christ a whole bunch of people viewing and everything. You know, like where the hell, where the hell's Jimmy at, man? Shit, you know, yeah, the Russian will probably be screwing me and everything because I'm airing all their shit in the background on on a live telecast, and I don't have permission to do that. So you know what I mean. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to be on Rumble, and I think that was a good thing for you. And uh, you know, hopefully, it drives it only drives the podcast and in, into a, a you know more success. I'm telling you right now, Jimmy. I mean, we started this thing this morning, right? The official launch was this morning at 8 a.m. Right? Uh, we're all the way up to now 63 followers, and that's that's pretty damn good for the first day. I mean, let's bring it up a little bit more. But I mean, yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty damn good. You know, 63 and what 10 12 hours i mean <laughs> yeah and and you know anyone that's listening sorry we'll have our notes better for the next ultimate sports episode i mean yeah yeah i told them beforehand i'm like listen dude uh i'm yeah, not i don't have much sports stats you know i know some walking encyclopedias when it comes to sports yeah like, we're, we're more politi- hey we're, we're more political commentators here hosting stuff on, on on the podcast world you know but hey sometimes you have to mix it up you have to give the audience what they want. You know, like a lot of people are, you know, like, hey, let's hear a sports episode. We haven't you haven't done a sports episode. Well, we'll do some sports episodes. Hopefully, Jimmy can make some calls to his buddy. We'll get his buddy on next week and uh, we'll talk professional wrestling. Uh, yeah, uh, I got an I got an MMA guy, too. Uh, he might be interested. Um, he's a yeah. he's a former champion and uh, yeah. heavyweight champion in CFFC. Um, fucking great dude. Killer. Absolute killer. Yeah. Um, would be great, you know. So we'll we'll talk. We'll get some people, you know. I'll I'll, uh, I'll fill up your queue. And, That's cool. Uh, yeah, appreciate that. Also, too, I want to make an announcement before we close it out. All right, um, we're gonna have uh, 420 VIPs back in the show. It's been a really hot minute since we've had them on. Uh, I told them about you, and uh, they're right, you know, outside of your neck of the woods, there, Jimmy, in New Jersey. Uh, they reside uh, the one. Member of 420 VIPs resides in Ocean County. Uh, yeah. And then the other one is more or less uh, up a little bit near, uh, a little bit below Patterson, I believe. Patterson. Oh, so yeah, he's a little bit, a little ways up north. 
Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get them on the show soon. They want to talk uh, – uh, they want to have an episode again about marijuana, weed, which is always an interesting topic. I to can talk. tell in the name. Yeah. Oh, every time I have them on my show, I've had them on my show three times already, and they're always they're always fucking high. You know, I mean, you know, they're always smoking a bowl or they're doing something. I'm like, guys, I need you to concentrate. You know, and they're like, oh, sorry, Mike. You know, I forgot who's up now. I was like, all right, well, I got to take you off the window and put him on because you look like you're going to pass out or something because he's, you know, I mean, the guy smokes like a chimney, literally. Well, it is. It is. It, it has been passed as recreational up here. Did you guys talk about that? Uh-huh. Did you guys talk about that? Marijuana is now recreational legal in New Jersey. I heard that. The last time we were talking oh. about that, Jimmy, is um, it was recreational, but um, but the guys out in 420 VIPs were telling me that uh, even though it's recreational in New Jersey, they still find it hard uh, at some of the dispensaries. You know, the the governor, uh, Governor Murphy there, the donkey's ass there in New Jersey is giving, giving you all a hard time. Well, no, well, I mean, listen, right now you can go into any dispensary that's open and there's a couple, there's, there's, they're going to be sprouting up all over uh, the state, right? Oh, sorry. They're going to be sprouting up all over the state uh, where you can go in and just buy, there'll be a difference between recreational and a difference between medicinal. And okay. it just went in effect, I think, two weeks ago, but this shit's expensive, man. Most people I know that smoke who's buying off a fucking street dealer are going to continue to do that because you can get an eighth for uh, 25 bucks, 35 bucks. I don't know. I don't smoke, but to go to the dispensary to get that, that, that high quality level, you're spending like 80 bucks an eighth. That's only three and a half grams. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it's worth. I don't know if it's worth it. I got buddies that smoke medicinally and they use it for, you know, pain, anxiety, and they, and, it really works wonders for them. Well, they say it does, right? But uh, yeah. yeah, it'd be cool. I'll, I'll talk to those guys. I'm sure they're fucking living it up now. They probably have a me- they probably have medicinal uh, uh, medical marijuana. Like they probably have their card for for medical marijuana, and now you could just walk in. So I think the the only the only cool thing about that is if you're if you're a gun owner in New Jersey, right, or a gun owner anywhere, you had to give up your your firearms id card to get a medical marijuana card you can't have both do that yeah that's so you can't have both so if you have one you you can't have the other that's that's the rule but now that it's recreational i mean who's to stop anyone from just walking in and uh and picking some fucking picking some scooby snacks up yeah sarah uh sarah out of rumble saying that uh fuck that you just told us live on the patreon angle podcast that you got to give up your guns just to have weed in new jersey fuck that i'll go to colorado she says yeah that's, i mean that's always been a big thing that yeah. if you if you apply since it's still uh since it's still illegal federally yeah. that if you were to apply for one you'd have to give the other one up now i don't know how i don't know how uh strict they were in enforcing that but that yeah. is that has always been the rule of thumb that if you're getting a medicinal because remember at least for new jersey if you file for for a firearm id card you yeah. have to meet a certain criteria meaning that you can't have certain medical conditions and yeah. uh i don't know if that i forget if that constitutes as something like you're not medically cleared because- they were gonna try that shit in florida i believe uh, a few years ago 
but I don't know if they actually passed that law. Uh, I have to look that up because Florida was going to do the same thing that you guys are doing in New Jersey, but uh, I, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, fucking, I mean, listen, living in this state is, is rough. There's regulations on everything, rules about everything. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what they do because yeah. every time they put a stipulation on a law-abiding citizen, it it never affects crime here. You're never like, you're never yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, good thing we, uh, Good thing we we made it hard for for the average Joe to get a gun or average Joe to get medicinal marijuana. Now crime's going to go down. Those people don't criminals don't apply for permits when they commit yeah. crime. They don't go to the store like, uh, can I get one of those illegal uh, firearms so I can go uh, do crime with it? So yeah, we all know where those things go. But yeah, that's one of those things. But yeah, yeah. Hang on, Jimmy. I gotta I gotta plug this in here before because I. We got about a couple hours left before this uh, this promo code ends here, guys. I'm gonna plug it here on the bottom that uh, uh, we're featuring uh, 50% off uh, everything on the uh, Patriot Unfiltered website. Uh, it's PatriotUnfiltered.com. Uh, you use the promo code FanFun One, the number one, right? Use that promo code, guys. You get 50% off. That that promo code is gonna expire tonight at 11:59 p.m. Uh, so catch that uh, Eastern time. So if you guys uh, live, you know, Central or Pacific or Mountain Time, you got a couple hours to play in between, right? So uh, use that promo code, uh, guys, and you get that uh, 50% off. Also, too, guys, on the same website, uh, for those, of, you know, we're, we're, we're putting these promo codes out for you guys to save money. We get it. We live in a fucking uh, a wacky world under Joe Biden's America, right? You get free shipping. Uh, on the PatriotUnfiltered.com website, use the promo code PATRIOT1. That promo code is also expiring tonight at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to get some more promo codes out. Uh, Eric's working on them. Alicia's working on them. Uh, they're not here tonight. Uh, uh, fucking A, I'm telling you. But it's okay. <laughs> and even, you, and uh, you know, you guys could buy merch on there. Yeah, at the Patreon. Even if you don't like Mike, just buy the stuff anyway and break it. It's all good as long as you. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. You you know, like turn it into a wrestling buddy. You know, throw it (laughs) on the fucking floor. Give it to your kids. Give it to your dog. Give it to your horse. If you don't want a baseball bat, it doesn't matter. Buy it. Just purchase. Yeah, just buy it. We're doing good. We got the mugs out there. Somebody just. we just put a mug out and somebody uh, bought the mug and believe it or not, they posted a fucking video and I'm going to put, I should put it on there. Maybe just for laughs. Uh, he he must've been a liberal. He, he got the mug that says, uh, you know, let me say this right now. Let me stop this right now. <laughs> it's, it's on the bottom of the website. It's, it's, it's a black mug with my handsome face on it. And it has like a Patriot angle shit on there and stuff, but he, he bought the mug, right? He bought the mug and then he, he, he literally, throws it up like a baseball and then fucking whacks it with a baseball bat. I'm like, what the hell, man? You just bought like a, like a 12, $13 mug. Right. Hey, as long as he purchased it, that's all that counts. And you know, there's more with that promo code. He could buy 10 more at half price. So go for it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to break shit ahead. You know, clearly the guy's a little, you know, lost upstairs, you know, but you know, Hey, it's okay. I, I reach a lot of uh, different types of people, you know. There's no, there's no bad pub- publicity, you know. Ne- the negative, the positives comes with the uh, positive comes with the negative. It yeah, 
I mean, you know, if Eric was here, I'd tell Eric, you know, like, hey, Eric, we got to come out with a shirt, like, saying, like, liberals are whack, you know, and, you know, come up with some kind of meme or something, you know. I mean, that would, that would sell. I know it would. But, Jimmy, uh, we're going to depart here, buddy. Uh, get in touch with your buddy uh, for next week. Uh, let's make that uh, that pro wrestling episode uh, uh, existed, right? Let's 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 talk professional wrestling. Uh, Hell, Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a good, it'd be a good one. Uh, also, too, uh, explain to your uh, your friend there uh, the the windows here on the stream. Uh, there's only uh, two windows now available on Streamyard. Mm. So what we'll do is we'll take turns, right? We have to take turns, right? We'll put our hands up in the air, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jimmy's turn now. Put him on, right? And then <laughs> fucking whatever your friend is. So, well, let me ask you. Too bad they don't have. Uh, does it have a feature like Zoom, where when someone's talking? It'll pan in on them instead. Uh, th- no, no, that's, that's uh, I think Zoom is. To be honest with you, Zoom, um, Zoom is the only platform that has that. I know, I know, La- uh, Streamlabs, uh, which a lot of people on Twitch they use Streamlabs. Uh, Streamlabs doesn't have that. OBS doesn't have that. Streamyard doesn't have that. Uh, the older. Uh, stream that we went on after we said bye bye to Streamyard, which we had to come back to Streamyard because Restream was kind of sucking on us. But uh, even Restream, they don't have that, you know. So I think that's only a Zoom thing. I haven't seen that on any platform. So, get your get, get your shit together over there at uh, Restream. Ah, uh, fuck Restream, man. I don't like Restream. <laughs> That's why I said they can get their shit together. That's all right. Once the show gets bigger, they'll be. Well, see, not, here's the thing. Knocking at your door to use them. Well, here's the thing. I I can't if I go to restream. I can't stream to Rumble off of restream. Ah, they only do yeah, not to my knowledge. If they do, then okay. Uh, but the last I checked, they only do Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. That's it. Are we still on YouTube? Yeah. Believe it or not, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm I'm put in Facebook jail uh, on Facebook, but apparently they're allowing me to stream right now. It's kind of weird, but. <laughs> Anyways, Jimmy, it's been an honor, man. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. We'll see you next week with your friend. Uh, what's your friend's name again? I don't. Well, let's let's talk first because I, oh, I want him to commit first before I put him out there like that. You know. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, Jimmy. Thanks a lot, buddy. We'll see you next week, man. See ya. All right. Patriot Unfiltered. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast and Unfiltered Patriot Productions. Please follow us on Facebook at the Patriot Angle Podcast and Instagram at Patriot underscore Angle underscore Unfiltered. Also, you can hear every episode on Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check out our website, PatriotAnglePodcast.com, and also our unfiltered merchandise, PatriotUnfiltered.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on the next one.